Experience Action Let's stop just talking about customer experience, employee experience, and the experience of leaders. Let's turn ideas into action. Your host, Jeannie Walters, is an award-winning customer experience expert, international keynote speaker, and founder of Experience Investigators, a strategic consulting firm helping companies increase sales and customer retention through elevated customer experiences. Ready, set, action. Everyone, Jeannie Walters here. I'm so glad that you're here with me. We have a great question again from you, our listeners. So let's get right into it. Hello, Jeannie. This is Joel. I'm calling from Ghana and I follow you. I have subscribed to your page, so I get every notification. I want to ask a question. My company is actually a bank. I work with a bank. We started growing into CS like three years ago. And we are fairly new. I would like to ask, what advice would you give us, especially with regards to mining the data that we have, and how can we make our work better? I think that we are doing a lot when it comes to surveys and um, asking customers what they think, either via email or via phone. But I just feel, when I listen to you, I feel there's this link in tying everything together. That That is not there. So... Custom experience does its own thing. Marketing does their own thing. How do we merge everything and make it work? How do we really become customer-centric? Thank you. Oh, this is such a, a good and complex question. And what I love about the way that this was asked, so thank you so much, Joelle, for asking this question, because I think that you touched on something that a lot of organizations really struggle with. And here's what I observe a lot. When we talk about customer experience and we say, well, we started three years ago or we actually are starting now, many times what that means is that we're only kind of tackling the tactics. We're doing some surveys. We might be examining that data. um, We might be putting together a team that even looks at that data and is able to mine that data. But you said this very well. You said marketing is doing their thing. We're doing our thing. So when it's not connected, it can be really, really challenging. This is part of the framework that we use that, you know, this part of the framework we refer to as cultural commitment. And that's because it really does have to come from inside the organization and the leaders of the organization. Now I say that, and sometimes that's not realistic. So what we mean by that is wherever you sit as that customer experience change agent, you are a leader. You can be somebody who makes certain changes. So there are a couple of things I recommend. These are going to sound easier than they are. (laughs) Am I a buzzkill or what? (laughs) So I wish I could say this is so simple. Here's your magic wand. But a couple of things I would recommend. Number one, take a step back. Look at why. Why are you doing all this? What are these tactics supporting? If somebody asks you, what is our strategy around customer experience? Can everybody answer it the same way? And if not, it's time to take a step back, define your mission, define your success statement. Those two tools that we use with our clients, I have seen the changes they can make. It is huge. We have to define goals around customer experience that are not just about, let's create a great customer experience. We have to actually create goals around business outcomes. So that means saying, if we create a great customer experience, what will that lead to 
for the organization. That's how you get other leaders on board. So if you don't have those tools already, we'll make sure those are in the show notes, the customer experience mission statement and the customer experience success statement. You can also look those up in our learning center at experienceinvestigators.com. We have guides, we have articles, we have all sorts of things to help guide you through that. So that's number one is take a step back, make sure you have your strategy really centralized and defined. Number two, do you have a feedback strategy? And what I mean by that is often we ask a lot of feedback from customers. We ask them question after question after question after question. And we get that feedback and we look at those answers and we say, oh, that's interesting. They don't like this. Oh, that's interesting. They do like this. And then it's time to send out the survey again. If we are only collecting data that isn't moving things forward, we are wasting the customer's time and our time. What I recommend is looking at your customer journey, looking at your customer experience strategy and the business outcomes that you're going for, and then layer a feedback strategy on top of that. What I mean by that is, are you asking in the right times? Are you asking the right questions? Are you collecting the right data to move things forward? And if you're not, then you might want to back off of some of those surveys and use that time and those resources to invest in a better strategy. Because if you're just doing a lot of work and putting in a lot of effort, that's not really moving anything forward. And sometimes I say these things and I can tell that people get very uncomfortable because this is where it's easiest to invest in the customer experience. Well, we set up a voice of the customer program. We have a new survey. We measure net promoter score. We measure responsiveness rates, whatever it is. Those are simply metrics and those are tools to actually move to insights that should drive action. But unfortunately, many organizations don't take those next two steps. So they look at the feedback, they gather the data, they send those surveys religiously, and then not much else happens. We have to lead that charge. Sometimes as customer experience leaders, we can only do that through influence. We can't actually go in and change the digital experience. But what we can do is work with those leaders and say, this is what we're hearing. Can you let me know what changes are coming up? Because then we can work on making sure that we're collecting the right feedback for you at the right point in the journey from the right customers so that we can continue to evolve for the better. So sometimes we have to really influence leaders instead of really acting on those insights as well. And then the third thing to become really customer centric is to make sure that you really understand your customers beyond the surveys. What I mean by that is that if we really understand who our customers are, that means that we are inviting them into the process. We are collaborating and connecting with them on a regular basis. It also means we're leaning into the data we have, not just what we collect from a quantitative objective standpoint, but what are people saying when they call into your contact center? You mentioned you're at a bank. If they come in and talk to bank tellers, what are those conversations about? Do they ever complain about things there that those tellers maybe don't have a way to get that feedback back to anybody who can do anything about it? Make sure that you have lots of ways to really listen to customers. And then if you don't already, I also really want you to look at those detractors and complainers and the naysayers and the cynics 
all that feedback that we get that can feel so yucky to look at, those are lessons. And sometimes what I like to do is create what I call an anti-persona. The anti-persona can really help you understand how to deliver more for your customers. It's one thing to really understand our customers, but sometimes what that means is we become obsessed only with those who say that they love us and they're going to be loyal forever. Our promoters love us and we love them back. Yay! Yay! And it's easy and comfortable to stay in that happy place. But you know what? If we look at the detractors and the complainers, then that will actually provide some missing valuable information because we're going to understand who those customers are. So we can actually create an anti-persona, explore the data around customers who have closed their accounts, look for the worst social media comments and dig into who those customers are. The other thing that does, if you're really listening, if you're creating places where anybody can capture feedback and provide that, and if you're really looking at those anti-personas, creating the voice of the customer for real. And what I mean by that is instead of just talking about numbers, tell the story of your customers using their quotes, using their social media posts, using the things that you're hearing from your front line. That will make everything more real. And then you can start influencing throughout the organization. So if you have the luxury of really connecting with customers and hearing from them, Make sure you're tapping into that. Play the recordings from the contact center. Play video if you have it. Whatever you have to show people as people, because sometimes what happens is we invest so heavily in the surveys and the feedback and the dashboards that we neglect to really connect with what we're doing as these are people that we're serving. And that's one of the most important things we can do to influence leaders to make sure that we are connecting the dots, that we are becoming more customer-centric. This is a really big undertaking. It takes years for organizations to really get this. And it takes people like you who are really thinking about this and looking for ways to improve to lead that charge. It's not something that happens overnight. And there's one last tool I want to recommend. If you do have a cross-functional customer experience team, which I always recommend you do, if you have a CX charter that can really help too. And essentially what that's saying is here's how we're prioritizing, here's who's doing what, and here's our commitment to one another. We have a tool for that too on our site. So you can look up CX Charter to get a little more information about that as well. I wish you so much luck with this because it's no small undertaking, but the fact that you're focused on it is going to make a difference. So start chipping away at it, look for ways to influence, make sure that your feedback strategy is well aligned with your customer experience strategy and just keep putting in that effort and discipline because that's really what connects the dots overall for the organization. Thank you so much. Another fantastic question. I love these questions. And I love that we are reaching out to people all over the world. This question came to us from Joelle in Ghana. How cool is that? Uh, so if you have other people who you think should know about this podcast, please go ahead and share with them. Please leave us a few ratings and reviews that helps other people find us as well. So thank you so much. I can't wait for the next one and I'll see you next week. To learn more about our strategic approach to experience, check out free resources at experienceinvestigators.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, 
our Year of CX program, and more. And please follow me, Jeannie Walters, on LinkedIn.